T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm the tribal chief around here. Yeah, you see me, the tribal chief. That's right. I'm not a physician. But I'm the tribal chief. But he's not a physician. What up, everybody? Good uh, Thursday afternoon to you in the nation's capital and beyond. Just two minutes after 1 o'clock on this sun-splashed, nearly 80-degree late October Thursday afternoon. We're with you until 4 o'clock on the Odyssey app on the Team 980 in the DMV with you at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. I know we didn't get to a bunch of phone calls yesterday in the 3 o'clock hour. That's because Linnell's got too much to say. DOC is with us for the entire show today. He's got a lot to say, too, but he's a lot nicer than Linnell. So we're probably going to have more time for your phone calls. Blame Linnell for what happened in the 3 o'clock hour yesterday where we had eight callers on hold and we couldn't get to any of them because he wouldn't shut up. Doc, how are you? Good afternoon. What's going on? Oh, good, man. I'm uh, listening to you two yesterday and you three, really, was so entertaining that um, I almost had to pull over the road because I didn't want to endanger drivers <laughs> on the beltway. <laughs> but no, highly entertaining. Job well done. And it's really Except. not easy covering this crap up. No. I mean, you know, you're really you're you're basically got the assignment of covering for a crap show. <laughs> and and it's one with and no it's it's the way it is. Yeah, yeah. And it's been worse. Yeah. And the good news is that if you've been here quite a long time, as I've done this quite mm-hmm. a long time, and it makes you really remember the good times and just hope. There's no guarantee that you'll ever experience it again, but I sure hope so because I miss it, and it does make me remember the good times and the great moments, especially on the road that we had and we experienced through this ball club, but there's no guarantee right. that that'll ever happen again. Um, I think – not only is there no guarantee, and you're absolutely right, but also we've been beat into submission so yeah. many times over just my 14 years here and yeah. you longer. Close to 30. That I think we 
I know. I, I'm, I'll speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I sometimes get fooled into thinking there's no way they can. Ne- they're going to break through, right? Chicago. They're they're, they're going to be they're, they're going to be good. New once, York. once New York. you couldn't have. I would have bet, and that's why. Thank God for Sheehan, because I can live vicariously through him and his sickness. But I always think I almost pick up the phone to call Kevin, and I really believe there's no way we're not beating the Giants. Mm-hmm. I'm going to push all the dominoes in and make up for past losses. And then I just think after further review, nope. I would have been <laughs> I would have been in the line trying to get supplies. Somebody yeah. passed me out. During the pandemic, the food drops always resonate with me. And I go, that's no joke. Mm-hmm. People aren't out there trying to get double mm-hmm. and take home and sell it. No, they're out there to get it for primary access. Mm-hmm. And what is scary about life is when you're not in a position to control your own destiny. Mm-hmm. When you have to be subject to other people's decisions that determine your fate. Hate that. I hate not being in control of mine. Well, get used to this because mm-hmm. there's nothing. And you two gentlemen were so passionate yesterday. And Ice was so funny. Because you played off Linnell because his youth, he hadn't been beaten down enough yet. He really trusts, and he still believes. You know, the beauty about youth, and all you millennials love y'all, mm-hmm. is that you really and truly believe this can work, and yet you have no indication you've never seen it successful. Some of you have never, ever seen anything but video. You've heard the audio. All over me then. <laughs> Look at him. See? There Where did that come from? Yeah, well, he's back again? Well, he never leaves. He, he's uh, he's pres- omnipresent. His presence. Yeah, omnipresent. But he's kind of like the dark circus tent that has uh, been you know permanently erected in, in Ashburnistan. But but what, what, what I love about him, see, because Kevin, it hurt me when Kevin threw the towel in. Because mm-hmm. I thought he'd be the last guy standing. He he'd been gone several years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what. I mean, he still passionately cares, but his he heart passionately cares is, about his business. Uh, y- yes, I mean, he's in. Business. But his heart is also a little no, bit empty no, and void. No, no. He when it is comes to completely. The I want to be like Kevin because Kevin, he's a businessman. Yeah, and clearly, him now is numbers. Yeah, it registers numbers only. Well, you're a different kind of businessman. Well, but I still care. See, yeah. my problem is that I have not been beaten to the pulp to the mm-hmm. where I have a hard time giving up. Right. Or giving my weakness is that mm. I still believe like when I said this ridiculous crap I said last week, it's ten weeks ago. Yeah. And I look at this thing going, why are we in panic mode? And then after listening to you two fight yesterday on the I thought, you know what? I need to be up for dumb dumb of the week. <laughs> Because I got a little bit of control and and presence that where people, hopefully over close to 30 years, no, I'm not kidding. I said, nobody can make me or suggest me to say anything. I look at this thing and try not to be ever influenced by anything. Mm-hmm. And I go, last week while I'm watching the Giants, and I go, you know what? Maybe he can't overcome this. Mm-hmm. Any guy that holds a grenade in his hand 
and loses his hand. And then they give him an artificial hand. He comes up and he loses that one. And then they give him another one and he loses it again. I got, well, A, he can't feel pain. That's yeah. obvious. Yeah. And the second thing is that I have got to, now I did say it three weeks ago, that in the midst of his development, there comes a time where I've got to throw in the towel from the corner. Get him out of there. I don't want to lose my guy. Mm-hmm. Put another guy, but he's still my starter. Yeah. Now I'm starting to think to myself, I have to re- be realistic to the fact that why am I paying Jacoby Brissett that kind of money when I'm in a – my team has clear and obvious deficiencies and needs. Who's in charge of repairing those? Who's in charge of fixing those holes, those gaps? Mm-hmm. I, and I just start looking at this thing going, suppose he can't fix the problem. Then what? Are you telling me I just wasted seven weeks of my life on this investment? Who do I blame then? Somebody made a bad decision. Yeah. Somebody didn't feel it. Somebody hoped that something wouldn't happen. What are we doing talking about a design? You knew what Wink Martindale was going to do. He didn't hide anything. Are you telling me a guy who didn't hide a punt wound up and still hit you with an overhand right? Right. Are you kidding me? He showed up on your doorstep. Rang the doorbell really loudly yeah. and didn't run. And did not run. And you expect me to buy, continue to buy in yeah. to the fact that, yeah, you can fix it? Well, maybe I don't believe you can. Yeah. Well, they've been preaching the message all week. It's all about the development of Sam Howell. Yeah. It's all about the development yeah, of Sam Howell. Yeah. And the other message that Ron continuously preaches is, hey, we still have 10 games left. Hey, we still have 12 games left. Hey, yeah. we still have 11 games left. Yeah. What have you. So there's a couple of messages that they keep preaching, Doc. And I, I guess one of the things that maybe, you know, because of the Chase Young and Montez Sweat stuff over the last couple of days i haven't spent as much time on it so we'll, we'll, we'll obviously well we'll get we'll we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get into uh, all the trade stuff um w- one of the things that that is is really eating away at me right now is i totally understand that this year by and large was going to be about the development and about the discovery of sam howell is he a longtime starter is he a franchise quarterback is he a very good quarterback, or is he a very flawed quarterback? And they keep preaching that Ron Rivera after the game, Ron Rivera on Monday, Ron Rivera on Wednesday, keeps saying it's all about the development of Sam Howell. You heard Eric Bieniemy this uh, this afternoon out at Command Land saying, yeah, we got to do a better job, we got to do a better job, but uh, it's all about the development of Sam Howell and he's doing and all this stuff. And then you watch these games and you watch the tape and not only does it, of course, not match up, but it also makes you wonder, are we doing the best for Sam Howell? You bring up Jacoby Prezet and what you're paying him $8 million a year for, and he's sitting there, and he he didn't even, the one time we thought he was going to get a, a, some playing action in week one, he comes onto the field, he gets in the huddle, and then, boom, Sam Howell comes back from the medical tent, and the poor guy doesn't even get on the field. You bring up that, I'll bring up this. Are we really doing a good enough job developing Sam Howell when we're asking him to throw 70-plus percent of the offensive snaps? The most pass attempts, the most dropbacks, the most sacks... The most everything bad 
in the National Football League. And we're asking Sam Howell, and by extension, this offensive line and this offensive unit to do all that. Are we helping him? Or are we hurting him? Well, you know who my MVP of the season was last year, right? Well, you may not have. You're not Trust a regular what? listener. No. I am a regular. I listen no, to the DOC all listener. the time. Russell, come on. It's okay. You got a lot on your plate. The first look, thing Russ, I did at MetLife Stadium Russ, was turn I know, on Russ, the Odyssey no, no, what app. I'm saying, you know, look, he's got multiple positions. Look, I don't expect him. He has no free time, okay? He's never, like, doing nothing. He's always on somebody's clock. So that's what I meant by that was that <laughs> you don't have time. Uh-huh. Okay, but okay. my so point I'll is that in a good way, Larson, <laughs> you know, my MVP last year was Larson. Oh, Tyler Larson. Yeah, right. he was my okay. MVP of the team. Right. Okay. Now, it's ironic. Most people laugh, they mock, they think I'm being a joke. You know, what do I know? Tyler Larson's been good. He can't stay on the field. That's the only problem. Well, that's okay. But when he's on the yeah. field, mm-hmm. you win more than you lose. Yeah, that's fair. He's also he's big fella. Yeah. About 330, 40. Mm-hmm. You can't bull rush him. Mm-hmm. Where Sam's biggest problem is up the gut. If you just... If he could just keep his vision. So I always thought, okay, he hadn't played at all. Well, okay, you went out and got a guy. Just because you got a guy don't mean that's the guy. Mm-hmm. But if you need to force that peg in that round, that square peg in round hole, then you start forcing it. Nothing shows me yet other than Gates' demeanor mm-hmm. before and after plays. And leadership. And leadership and all that. But in game play, I can say, well, hold it. We're not going to try the guy who... Obviously, outscored everybody you had last year. Yeah. Not at all. Is yeah. he hurt? Maybe he's hurt. Maybe I don't know. Well, he was hurt at the beginning of it's camp. We're in seven and weeks later. Over the offseason, so that puts him behind. But to your point, seven weeks they later. went out and spent money on Nick Gates. Nick Gates was going to be the starting center, period. Still has been. Right. The question is, just I'm just saying, when I heard it come out this week, mm-hmm. he's coming back. I go, oh, really? Okay. I thought he maybe had lost fingers amputated or mm. whatever. <laughs> so I'm going, your job is to fix your problem, not mine. It's your job to do it. Right. And I look at the expediency. Now, this is a beautiful week because very few people are going to expect them to be able to win. Mm-hmm. I'll wait on a smell test to hear where um, the good money or bad money is going. But this is perfect week for them to shock us. And we'll go, where'd that come from? And that's the problem because we can't guarantee anything. You ought to be able to control the behavior of your subjects. You ought to have an idea of what they're capable of doing and what they're going to do and when they're going to do it. Mm -hmm. They don't. It's a crapshoot. So, okay, I'm going to just jump from there. By you bringing up Tyler Larson, okay, who – Let's be honest. Most fans probably don't even know much about him. And they don't even though he's to. been here for a couple of years. And, they don't have to. and I agree. He's been very good yeah, when made, he's actually fantasy. played. Fantasy. You don't have to know. This is, but, this but is grease you, monkey talk. Would you, it, like, they're talking about maybe making changes. Eric Bieniemy didn't say, wouldn't give anything on that today. Yeah. But Ron has kind of hinted at it. Would that be, I mean, I think it's just going to be whoever plays for Sadiq Charles and presumably. That's going to be, um, uh, what, what do you call it, um, uh, Ricky Stromberg. Stromberg. Yeah, he looks good. Right? I, my kind of guy. Is he that like the only change the that they table. should make, though, or should they go, 
Nick Gates, sorry, you're not good enough. I am, look, Tyler Larson in. Their job is to put the best people on the field mm-hmm. to get the best results. Mm-hmm. If this is their answer, then I think they pretty much explained what most people have already assumed. But if they still have some life in them and still want to make a run at this, you're going to have to try to mix things up mm-hmm. to give us a different result. If not, then to me, you're not working hard enough at yeah. it. By the way, Tyler Larson, I mean, just in case people don't know who we're talking he has played in every game this year just on special teams. Mm-hmm. He has not been given that opportunity to play at center mm-hmm. like he did last year. Now, part of that was because of need and necessity because Chase Roulier couldn't stay on yeah, the field. And he's about, at his size, this week, in case people don't know, you're playing a monster. 335 yeah. is Tyler Larson. Yeah, and, I didn't even realize he was oh, that no, big. big boy. And you're humper. going against... Yeah. Um, you're going against Fletcher Cox. You're going against. You wish it was Fletcher Cox. Cox would be a little bit down away from. He's a little bit lighter. Boy in front of you. Is well, jo- than you Jordan are. Davis. That's right. what I'm saying. Right, but I mean, at at some point, and right? The other it, freak it, from it's Georgia. not just Jordan Davis one on one lining no. up against him all game, or no, whoever the center is. They're, all, they're going to twist. They're going to stunt. Strength. They're going to do Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, who's 300 and. Whatever bazillion as, pounds as he, he can run like a j- gazelle, yeah. Uh, and and then and then uh, what's his name um, from Georgia? Uh, Which hello, one? the uh, the number nine overall pick, jo- uh, Jalen oh, yeah. Carter. Yeah. Okay. Right. So all three of those guys are going to be lined Ferocious. up in some way, shape, or form over the interior three. Cosme fill in the blank, and presumably Stromberg over Sadiq Charles. Remember. The question for me becomes: Is Assuming that Sadiq Charles is out because he's hurt and he's always hurt or he's hurt a lot. He's hurt a lot. And Ricky Stromberg, and this seems like the perfect opportunity to get mm-hmm. him in. Mm-hmm. Is that the only move they make? Do they make the Larson for Gates move? I don't What don't know. should they do? You brought it up. What should they do? I want to get more into that as we go along. And we're going to talk in about 10 minutes or so, maybe 11 minutes, to Mike Golick, longtime ESPN radio morning show Irish. host, Mike and Mike. Good man. Former NFL defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. You guys go back. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. He bird, was on the call dolphin. of Sunday Night Football in Westwood yeah, One great job. of the Eagles and Dolphins. He'll once again do Sunday Night Football. Uh, Chargers, Bears, not as good of a matchup as last week. Uh, but he will once again be doing that. We'll have him on in it's about 10, 11, matchup. 12 minutes. And I want to talk to him about that. Two teams that are just horribly yeah. run. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a train wreck. Yeah. That could be for good TV. Uh, there's a lot of train wrecks in the yeah. uh, NFL. Yeah. Uh, the question is, are the commanders still one of them? Well, until they prove otherwise, right. how could they get out of the town? Yeah, how do you get out of the how, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, so that's coming up. So we will hit that, and we'll get into your phone calls after Golick at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines and a rec Ace Law. I hope you get a check call them, 8888-ACE-LAW, along with the DOC, Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. Matty brought in bagels today. I haven't had one yet, but man, did they smell good! Now, Doc, you're too healthy and clean yeah, to eat a bagel, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not, so I'm going to go get Save a bagel. Save mine for Linnell. Yeah, <laughs> on the Team Nine Eighty and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, the DOC is in the house. Mike Golick coming up in just a couple of minutes. So we'll have a short turnaround here. Do the trending alert, and then we'll come back with Golick, who, again, was on the call of the Eagles-Dolphins for Westwood One uh, over on the fan last Sunday night. But, of course, with the Eagles coming to town and Golick being around the NFL as long as he has, uh, certainly get to pick his brain not only about the Eagles, but also the Commanders and other things around the NFL as well. So we thought that would be a good spot for you guys. So he's coming up in just a couple of minutes. So in the opening segment, we talked about, okay, Sam Howell right now is clearly not, to call him a problem might be strong, but he's not doing enough to help out the commanders above uh, climb above their other issues. It is not solely on Sam Howell. It is not solely on the offensive line. It is not solely on Eric Bieniemy. It is not solely on Ron Rivera or Jack Del Rio or the secondary or the linebackers or Joey Sl- It's not solely on anybody. But that being said, what is absolute truth, and Doc, I assume you agree with me on this, is you just can't keep rolling out the same cartel here the same group, the same pack, and expecting different results. And I think that's what I get every time I listen to Ron Rivera, Eric Bieniemy, and Jack Del Rio is, hey, man, we're good. Nothing to see over here. We're, we're, we're going to keep practicing. We're going to get better. Everything will be fine. And that's what I get. So I think it's time to start making some changes and some moves. You mentioned Jacoby Brissett in segment one. We then talked about Tyler Larson. There might be an obvious change of Stromberg to Sadiq Charles on, on at left guard. What is too much and is going to Brissett early on Sunday, Doc, if Sam Howell struggles and struggles miserably like he did last Sunday against the Giants and in the first half against the Bears on Thursday night football and in the second half against the Falcons and they can't convert on third down and it's three and out and he's getting sacked once every drive. What? 
Why wouldn't you go to Jacoby Brissett at that point? Yeah, I, my only problem with Sam is holding the ball. Now, in other schemes, in that that's between he and the coordinators and what they decide to do. I need results. They can do it any way they choose. But what they've tried thus far does not seem to work. And that's not just him holding the ball. In the first sack of the game, Nikki did a great job of posting video yep. that I saw yesterday that illustrated a jailbreak. That ain't on the quarterback. All right? If that shocked them, that's on their staff. Mm-hmm. That's not like the first time that move has right. ever been orchestrated. It comes down to this, man. I don't think anybody can perform at maximum proficiency mm-hmm. unless they realize they don't own that position. You don't buy it. Mm-hmm. You don't get to keep it till death do you part. Mm. You earn it on production. Mm-hmm. And when I don't feel like that's the, the 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 vibe around a team, then I lose interest in that team. Because they nobody willed you to nothing here. It should be best man, best performance mm-hmm. at the time. We got to try to win the game. Not your ego, not your I ain't got a damn thing to do with none of that. I need production. This team underproduces. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, we can continue to okay, so under, debate all, all of that. And w- Just for one week. All I'm saying, yeah. one game this week. I'm not talking down the road. Right. How do we beat Philadelphia? You get paid to come up with a plan, right. a scheme, prepare your people. Then you show us your production. When you say – but w- let me quickly go back. You, yeah. When you say jailbreak, the first – there was a lot of jailbreak, if you will, on Sunday. So if Philadelphia – and they're blitzing more, I think, and we'll ask Golik. They're blitzing more under Desai than they were necessarily Jonathan Gannon. If they come after you with seven guys or show seven guys, even if they drop one of those guys out and they send six, are you, when you say that's on the staff, I I agree. You got to be expecting to come that. Up with an but but is that is is any of that on Sam Howell yeah, to say? Oh my God, it. they're showing six or seven at the line. I've got to I've got to know where my hot is, and I've got to get to my hot right away. Well, that's the football part about it. That talk show host can talk about it, but you don't really know, right? Because you don't know what he's been told, right? You don't know what his reads are. You don't know if he even has the authority. Correct. To check things in or right. out. So that's yeah. why I don't waste my time right. with that. Okay. All Here's right. the deal. I know the results Ain't good are enough. horrible. Yeah. They're not good enough. So how much longer do we have to tolerate that? That's my point. It's a fair point. I don't want to overanalyze and be – I'm not breaking this thing down. This is not a freaking clinic. The results are pretty clear. This ain't week one. Week eight. So at some point, somebody needs to get some initiative – and a sense of urgency to fix it. That's all I'm saying. That's the DOC. Rick Doc Walker in the house. A house call on a Thursday afternoon, normally with us on Tuesdays, but he was busy playing in the major leagues on Tuesday. Oh, ain't that, ain't that something? Right now, a trending alert, and then Mike Golick from Westwood One and DraftKings will join us, uh, and uh, we will get his expertise added to the show after this trending alert. All right, tonight it's Thursday Night Football. We'll join the coverage pregame style at 8 o'clock right after Talking Terps with Coach Mike Loxley of the Maryland Terrapins as they come back from the bye, which starts at 7. Uh, 8.15 kickoff in Orchard Park, New York for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 
at three and three against the struggling to some degree four and three Buffalo Bills. Again, you can hear it here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app with pregame coverage starting at eight o'clock. Deshaun Watson's already been ruled out this Sunday for the Cleveland Browns. Not sure with the shoulder injury how much longer it's going to take. Uh, we will see. Meanwhile, from the NBA, the Wizards season opener did not go well last night, scorched by the Indiana Pacers in Indianapolis. And today, Rick Carlisle, the head coach of the Pacers, agreeing to a multi-year extension. Wizards come home Saturday night, home opener. We'll have Bilal Kula Bali, who had three blocks last night and some other things going on uh, on tomorrow's show. And that's what's trending. Good to have you with us, along with the DOC in the house, Rick Doc Walker. I am merely the rooster. Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. And we opened up talking about some of the possible changes that the commanders might be willing to make against the Philadelphia Eagles this Sunday afternoon at FedEx Field. A man who called from Lincoln Financial Field their Sunday night football beatdown of the Miami Dolphins last week. And he ruled the roost in the mornings on national radio for such a long time and, of course, played in the NFL uh, and is well-known. DraftKings now and Westwood One is Mike Golick, and he joins us here on the BetQL Guest Hotline. Mike, it's Chris Russell here and, of course, you know Rick Doc Walker uh, over there. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing doing great. Good to have you with us. Uh, We appreciate you making... Uh, some time for us. Before I turn it over to Doc, I wanted to ask you, uh, I, I guess in general from your perch, I, I got to listen to almost all of your broadcast on Sunday night on Westwood 1 through three different states and municipalities <laughs> driving back home from MetLife Stadium uh, to Northern Virginia. So I got to hear a lot of it. I haven't seen the whole game yet. The Eagles were struggling a little bit before that night. Did you walk away going, okay, the Eagles are back, or do you still have some concerns maybe mild or moderate concerns i mean no i mean they, they put together their best game for sure um i i considering san francisco's troubles the last couple of games you have to now lean toward philadelphia being the top team out of the nfc and as doc knows it's not where you start it's where you finish right you know and last year they were in the super bowl and lost it i thought they were going to win with the double digit lead at halftime in that one so I, I think they'll get to where they want to be by the end of the season. But what a, you know, the, the, how we equated it, me and my son on our show with Philadelphia and Miami. Miami's offense is like that, that sports car that's high efficient. Mm-hmm. But when, like, if a rock gets kicked up underneath into the engine, it can kind of sputter a little bit. And the Philly offense is like from the old Mad Max movies that just gets battered but just keeps going and going and going. God forbid you get in a third and one or fourth and one because you know exactly what's going to happen. So I thought, quite honestly, in this one, the Eagles' defense played great as far as keeping the receivers in front of them, making tackles right after they made the catch because these are receivers who can hit a home run on a swing pass, a hitch, or a go. It doesn't matter. So I thought the defense really stepped up against the Dolphins. Mike, both of our careers, we got a chance to play with great units. When you look at that defensive line that Philly imposes upon now, do they have a chance to equal the group you played with? I mean, 
Doc, wow. These guys are unbelievable. And they're basically from Georgia. I, mean, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's pretty yeah, but you guys got going. the results. Well, see, the only thing we didn't get, and listen, you know this as a Super Bowl champ, we never closed the deal. Listen, were we the best in the league for a number of years? Mm-hmm. Yes, we were. But, you know, when you start looking at all-time greats, a lot of times you associate it with did you get your team to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, and we never did that. Now, we had, I mean, my gosh, Clyde Simmons, Jerome Brown, Reggie White. Yeah, remind me of that. Yeah. <laughs> Un- yeah, exactly. We're unbelievable. And, but, but one of the keys is, is while those were the stars, you know, you had then Mike Pitts, you had myself, you had Andy Harmon, you had a couple mm-hmm. other guys. So the key is the depth to be able to roll through six or seven guys uh, and still get the production. And that's what Philly's able to do. They got five, six, seven guys that they can roll through and get production. So they're staying fresh while the same five on the old line are playing 70, 75 snaps a game. And these guys are just incredible on the D line. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think they can, they can reach those heights. Now, will any of them reach the heights of a Reggie White or a Clyde Simmons mm-hmm. or where Jerome was going before mm-hmm. his unfortunate passing? We'll have to wait and see. I mean, Reggie and Clyde had, you know, tons of sacks and were great against the run. So, but these guys are young, and I, with the way Jalen Carter has started out, I mean, it's been ridiculous. So they got a good chance, a lot of it because of their depth. No doubt about it. You can listen to Mike Golick this Sunday night, starting at 7.30 via Westwood Run, right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Sunday night football, Bears and Chargers. Also, watch Gojo and Golick on uh, via DraftKings on YouTube and everywhere else and on Twitter and uh, all of that good stuff. Mike Golick with us here on the Team 980. So, Mike, I just wanted to switch just to the other side that Doc was asking you about. That offensive line is still pretty damn good. I mean, when you can line up Jordan Maialata and Landon Dickerson and and Kelsey, the less the lesser known Kelsey brother, by the way, uh, who's really damn good too. I mean, he may not be dating Taylor Swift, but he's pretty damn good and he kicks ass. And then, oh yeah, Lane Johnson. I mean, how if you're Howie Roseman? And I guess Nick Sirianni, by extension, how have you been able to build this this monstrosity of a defensive line, this awesome offensive line, go out and get A.J. Brown, draft and develop and then pay uh, Jalen How have you been able to do this? It doesn't make sense. And now they just traded for Kevin Byard yeah, from Tennessee. Yeah. You know, they've yeah. been having issues in the secondary with injuries. You know, a lot of time you don't look at that. Coach coaches a team, GM builds a team. And what Howie Roseman is doing, I mean, has been incredible in guys he's picked up. And listen, not all these guys are first-round draft picks. And you go back to the Jimmy Johnson days of the Cowboys when they were winning the Super Bowls in the early 90s. You look at his drafts. I mean, he was grabbing gems out of the third, fourth, fifth, sixth round. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just great scouting. And, and picking of players, and then now with free agency and the, and the trades as well, you know, you got to tip your cap to the team that Howie has given Nick Sirianni to coach. It's been incredible. And that old line, I mean, and, and we all know a key is it's tough with the, with the roster to have a lot of depth, especially on the O line. That's probably the position where depth has hurt the most it is, you know, is cross your fingers, you stay healthy. And a couple of years ago, they weren't as lucky. Last year, they stayed healthy. And this year so far, you've had, you know, Lane nicked up a little bit, but they're staying healthy. It's still amazing to me whenever you can line up as an offense and basically say, we're going to do this. 
and do it like they do with the brotherly shove. And, and we've seen other teams try it, and they just can't do it. Now, a lot of it, you don't have an old line like that, and you don't have a quarterback that could squat 600 pounds. That helps. <laughs> Thank you. But Thank I, you. I was waiting for you to get to that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll be interested at some point who stops it because right now mm-hmm. we see linebackers diving over the top. If you dive over the top and leave your feet, all you're going to do is get ridden on a wave of offensive line and, and eagles backward because you've lost all your leverage. I'm waiting for the linebackers to come up and push the D linemen, the safeties to come up and push the linebackers, just like they're doing on the other side, but we have a good old-fashioned rugby scrum right. and see if anything can happen from that. Well, and you got to be careful that you don't get hurt because that's how Purdy got hurt, number one, the other yeah. night it looks like, yeah. and now he's going to be out uh, for Sunday. And, and just real quickly, Doc, before you, you follow up, mm-hmm. Mike, I wanted to ask you this because you, you said this several times on the broadcast Sunday night as I was listening, just to prove that I was listening and paying attention. <laughs> you kept saying, well, there's nothing they could do when the Eagles get into this situation mm-hmm. down and distance-wise with the brotherly shove, the tush-push, and all that stuff. I, I guess smart-ass me is like, well – you can avoid being in third and one and fourth and one yeah. by playing better defense. Is that the only thing you can do at, realistically at this point? At this point, their percentage of success, the success rate on that is, is damn near 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, as Nick Sirianni said, we're, you know, for us to start a series, we're first and nine. Right. Because <laughs> exactly. if we get nine yards, it's going to be a first down. Exactly. I mean, there, there was a point in the game where they were in their own territory with about seven yep. minutes to go in the game. Yep. And they were going to punt, ran off the field. The fans started booing. There was a timeout, and Nick was like, screw it. Let's go for it. And, and I mean, they have no problem making it. It, yeah. it is amazing. But you're right. At the end of the day, don't let them get in third and one or fourth and one. Right. You would know this better than most. I had the pleasure of building a relationship with Harry Callis. And I know what the Phillies meant and what it means and how your fan base is so tight for all the sports teams is it going to be a, a relief or an additional pressure on that group coming down here, realizing the loss they just incurred? Is that going to be additional incentive for that group, the entire Man, team? You look at you look at Philadelphia losing the World Series mm-hmm. last year, the mm-hmm. Eagles losing the Super Bowl, their their MLS team losing in the championship. I mean, mm-hmm. they have not been able to pull off the parades. Now, the Eagles did it obviously a few years ago. So, yeah, I mean, and this is what Philly, Philly fans want, and it's ama- or, or Philadelphia fans want. It's mm-hmm. amazing after that game when they were interviewing younger people leaving the Phillies game, how they were just like, oh, this guy on the team stinks, or that guy stinks, when mm-hmm. you were just cheering for them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. that's, that's, that's Philadelphia, Philly. man. Philly. I mean, they, they are great fans. I love them, but, man, they'll get on you when, when you're not winning. So, yeah, I mean, there's – listen – as you know, Doc, players want to win for their teammates. You know, when you get all zeros on the clock and you win a game, you're hugging your teammate because you're spending more time with your teammates than you are with your family a lot of time. But you certainly want to please your hometown and your, your home crowd in that as well. So the pressure is first put on the players themselves saying, we know we're good enough to win the final game mm-hmm. of the season. And they were in that game last year, and they know they're talented enough to get back there and close the deal. 
Mike Golick is with us. You can follow him on Twitter or X, at Golick. Of course, listen, watch him, DraftKings, uh, along with Mike Golick Jr., his son. Uh, and, of course, uh, with us on via Westwood One, you can listen to him this Sunday night, Bears-Chargers Sunday night football, as we did last Sunday, Miami and uh, Philadelphia. All right, let me ask you a question about the Commanders, because, of course, yep. that's our fan base here. Sure. From your view, uh, and I don't think you've done any Commanders games. Uh, may- maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't remember this. This year don't with insult si- him with- like that. <laughs> you know, he, he's on a bigger. He's on a bigger stage. He knows the boss. Okay, Golik <laughs> has always gotten the cream prime rib assignment. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. He's, yeah, he's, Hollywood he's Howie is taking elite. care of Absolutely. him, right? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, from Sam Howell's perspective, uh, Mike. You know, he's got all the raw tools, but we know the game is not just about raw tools. Can he? get significantly better at getting rid of the football, getting through his reads, protecting himself, all that? Or is that just something you are innately stuck with and no. very little chance that he's going to significantly improve? No, no, no. You can you can learn that. I mean, look at the, the difference that Jalen Hurts, you know, from his second to third year when he said he spent so much time in the offseason going over tape. And the, the biggest thing to me, it, it all connects together. It's never just one thing. But there has to be the practical application of you can do all you want on the practice field and the whiteboard and the film room, which I think are, are obviously good ways to go about your business. But then you have to put it into practice on the field. And the main thing, listen, the sacks, we, we, we know what, 40 sacks I think we're at now in that area there. Mm-hmm. It, it's something where he's holding the ball too long and or you mix in the fact that the O-line is not protecting very well. It's a bad combination for a young quarterback mm-hmm. without question. So what happens is the learning part of it starts to go by the wayside a little bit because you start to understand the pressure is, is mounting. You start to get some happy feet, and you start to look around a little bit for an escape route before going through your progressions on the field. And that's what it can lead to. How am I going to escape instead of where are my progressions? So it is just, it's just going to take time. Can you improve on it? Yeah, but it is. It's going to take recognition pre-snap, recognition post-snap, with so many teams now trying to disguise what they're going to do or try and fool you. You know, bring six up to the line but only rush four, but rush four in a way that confuses the old line to where you got a free rusher. Um, so that recognition, it all has to come at a faster pace, and it comes at a different pace for everybody on when they actually pick it up. But it's certainly something you can do. But that's what has to happen. The clock has to go faster in your head. The ability to break stuff down down the field has to go faster in your head. And quite honestly, the protection has to Mm -hmm. be better. As I said, young quarterback, not great protection (laughs) is a bad combination right now. Um, Doc, you got another one, or can I – Jump in here? No, brother. Okay. Just want to make sure. Um, uh, Mike Olick with us, by the way, uh, on the BetQL guest hotline. Um, so, Mike, I, I wanted to just quickly spin, I, and I know you and your son talked about this on your DraftKings uh, podcast, uh, so I wanted to just ask you this. There's been so much talk over the last couple of weeks, and maybe more, and I covered Kyle Shanahan day in, day out for four years here and learned a lot from him and Mike and so on and that great coaching staff. Uh, that it's the system in San Francisco that makes that offense, when it's humming, great. How do you parse that out? Because I know you talked about it with Sam Darnold uh, now seemingly taking over because Purdy got dinged up on the uh, concussion on Monday night. How do you parse that out? Is San Francisco's success 
and maybe by extension Miami's success with Mike McDaniel system based or is it the system great but the talent has to operate it at a high level of efficiency well, I mean, yeah, because, listen, they got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. They right. got a guy in Trey Lance, a third pick of the draft, that, that obviously wasn't performing in that offense well enough to be kept that they had to bring mm-hmm. in Sam Darnold. So you have to, you can't just sit there and say it's a system and not give credit to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And we obviously have seen quarterbacks get drafted later and, and still become great. You know, the Kurt Warners, obviously, and Tom Brady's are the first one that comes to mind, but Dak Prescott was a – fourth rounder so you see it and I covered Brock Purdy when I was calling college games and he was always great from the neck up Mm. and that's one of the things you need to be in this offense granted they have a ton of talent around them but he wasn't going to live at that undefeated level forever in the regular season that wasn't going to last and one of the defenses you run up against is a Cleveland defense which is playing at an historic rate right now and you lose some of your weapons on offense so I'm not going to put it all on Purdy but for if Sam Donald does have to play because Purdy's in concussion protocol, Donald certainly has more talent to work with in San Francisco than he did with the Jets, so I'll be real interested to see what he does. But like anything else, it's never one thing. It, it is a combination of it. Mike, we appreciate so much you spending some time for us uh, and making a a way for us. Great call last Sunday night. Uh, Thanks for keeping me company on a long drive home uh, through uh, uh, 95 (laughs) and through a couple of different states and to have a great broadcast, of course, this Sunday night right here on the Team 980 and Westwood One uh, and the Odyssey app uh, as the Chargers and the Bears get together. Mike, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thanks, bro. You got it, guys. Take care. See you, Doc. Mm -hmm. All right, that is Mike Golick, of course. You know him from so many years in Morning Drive on National ESPN Radio and Mike and Mike. And, of course, again, you get to hear him on Westwood One. Check him out on DraftKings as well. Uh, Some interesting stuff there, Doc, just as we round out the hour. Right, Matty? We're going to stretch this until about – okay. It it seems like from a – and, again, maybe a a distant view – even though you're an NFL analyst and player and all this, you just can't watch every bit of tape. So he's not breaking down Sam Howell every single play. But he's no. saying, hey, look, of course you can improve. Mm-hmm. Of course. You- and I think that's the reason why we're not going to see Jacoby present, why we didn't see him last week when I thought maybe they would go to him. I don't think we're going to see him this week. Let's be clear. If Going if- to him means in-game and starting him are yes. two different things. Absolutely. I'm not saying Absolutely. start. I, no, no, I no. Want, I'm saying yeah. replace him if yeah, Sam no, no, Howell no. is struggling again on Sunday. Oh, yeah, right, right. I think in the game, I'm not willing to lose another game for his development. Okay, I don't think I don't think they would agree with you. Yeah, well. I, I think they have the opposite approach, which is. That's clear. You know, unless he's injured right. and cannot play, right. he's going to play. Good. Well, if I'm not only the same level with them, I'm good with that. <laughs> That kind of makes sense. Golick was basically saying, look, of course he's going to get better. And yes, a guy who works his ass off, which I think Sam Howell does. Oh, he's a worker. And a guy who you know we've covered he's a some worker. immature quarterbacks oh, down yeah. the, down the pike here, but right? They were allowed that. Yes. They were in romper room. But he's not naturally that, so I have no. more confidence that he's going to be able to figure I it out too. than any of those other Sam guys. Sam is worth the investment. Right. And that's what I wonder if they see and why they're going to be stubborn about this and say, A, the year is all about Sam's development, and B, we're going to keep him in 
to hell be damned with Jacoby Brissett and how much money he's making, and maybe he gives us a better chance, and this, that, and the other thing. We are only going to Jacoby Brissett if we have no other choice. Well, again, that just depends on how much you trust their judgment. Well, I think the jury is very much yeah, out so that's, that. that's what, I mean, I, I think we're all kidding ourselves with yeah. this. This is ridiculous. I mean, this is like any – if you gave this scenario to any – Adult that hadn't been paying attention to this at all, mm-hmm. and just gave them the uh, just gave them the update. They look at you like, "Are you serious?" Yeah, these people are still doing what? <laughs> I mean, come on. But One, since this where we are, right? Then I say let's go a hundred miles an hour to be successful within it. Right. What I hate is that the kids are being put out here as lambs. You know, while these games are being these to me are borderline childish games being played. This is like we need to be all in to beat our opponent. And if they're doing that, I'm behind them 100%. But what I'm not concerned about now is I look at the first quarter last week's game, I go, why do we act like we're getting shocked, like they surprise us? All right, I want to double down on all yeah. of this. Can we do and that this, just, and on the other side of two? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, because, be, because is, I got some questions for you. This is really over most of our listeners right. and viewers because they're not ready for this. All right, but I, I, I have a serious question that I've got to ask you that you just kind of alluded to, so I want to make sure I heard it right and processed yeah. well, it right no in my brain. I got no problem with clarity. Okay. Yeah. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. Thanks very much to Mike Golick for joining us from Westwood One and DraftKings. Appreciate uh, the staff at Westwood One for making him available so we could pick his brain a little bit. Again, listen to him this Sunday night right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app and Westwood One, as he calls the Chargers and the Bears on Sunday Night Football. Back in a couple minutes on the other side of 2 o'clock right here on a Thursday in the nation's capital and beyond. Stay with us on the Team 980. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.